Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Today, we're talking about gravity of choices. And what we're going to do is we're going to go over my core teachings. We, we did it in the path bender, but I'm going to go do it again, but go even deeper because they're <clears throat> far deeper. You should know a couple of things. I'm going to give you some ground rules and I'm going to tell you what's to come. Let me tell you what's to come first because nobody likes rules. My core teachings are shallow enough to walk through, but deep enough to drown in. They're both. They're, they're absolutely both. They're shallow enough that anybody can understand them, but the more you understand them, the more you go, man, I can't do that. That's that's too much. It's both and. So that's what's to come because we've genuinely talked about the gravity of choices, which is what this meditation is called. Your rules are none. There are no rules. However, during this 20 minutes, I don't expect you to numb your whole range kill, you know, and, and, and sit in Indian style. I don't expect you to do that. What I want you to do is I want you to get up Take me with you. Cut your camera off if you're taking me to the bathroom. Okay, Do that. Cut your camera off. You understand? I want you to pour your coffee. And I, what I want you to do is I want you to be present in the 
energy of you. I don't want you to go to work. I want work to come to you. Um, Antonio Prophet want, wanted to ask if he could do his ADLs while the meditations happen. Absolutely, you can. You can. You sure can. Y'all can do anything. You can work out. You can do push-ups. Adonia's getting ready for work. But see, I don't want Adonia to go to work. I want Adonia's to, I want her body to go to work. But during this meditation, her soul had already went out there and said, here's what we're going to do today. And it will only be abundant for my favor. We get in this habit of routine. Okay. And what happens is we stop creating our lives and we start adjusting to the life we created. Watch it. That part, that okay. damn part. Exactly. So by all means, do whatever you want during this time. I went and got me two lacrosse just so I can sit here and have to pee after the call. So I just want you to do whatever you do. Get coffee. Don't sit still. Don't stand still. Just let this wash over you. Because if I can set the tone for your light for the rest of the day, then we can have this serious conversation. So that's my goal, Grace. Is that okay? Is that... It's not too intrusive. No, sir. All right. Good to go. Good to go. The gravity of choices. God, God bless us all. This is my meditation for gravity of choices. There is a difference between free will. Oh, I forgot to explain something. My bad. Let me stop with this. I forgot to explain something real quick. I'll keep this up behind. I'm real sneaky in my meditations. I always put stuff behind them. I'll be programming y'all. So if you feel like high or if you feel, if you start getting so relaxed and your head starts feeling a little woozy, I'm absolutely hypnotizing you. So I, I do apologize in advance, <clears throat> but I, I am a therapist, uh, you know, sorry the frequency behind this is 432 binaural frequency also known as the frequency of this universe did you hear me it's called the harmonic resonance did you hear me so if you have a real good day today it's because you let source make everything around you in harmony with your desires and choice think of choice as things you do things you decide think of free will as the universe folding to the emotion of your choices you see when you decide Many things happen, many things don't. But if you decide with emotion, if your internal programming is already set in that place and you 
make a decision, then free will will allow that to happen inside of your reality. Take a deep breath. Let it out. I want you to become present. Take a deep breath. Feel your fingers. Let it out. Take another deep breath. Slowly. Hold it. Feel your elbows. Let it out. One more time with me. Take a deep breath. Hold it. Let it go. Breathe normally. And let's talk about the definition of mass and its dual nature. Understand that mass as both an assembly and as a singular body without specific shape. Think about that for a moment. Mass has no shape until E equals MC squared is complete. Let's break that down even simpler. Close your eyes if you're able and know that all the things in your life have no shape until you consciously observe them. Take that a step further. Energy equals mass times the speed of light twice. Light creates all things. Shape through love, which is your emotions, your programming, your trauma, the lack of that trauma, and all the things in your life are being shaped through love. So there is no shape until you love yourself into a shape, not love yourself into a shape. Whatever is in your existence has flown through your worldview, your level of love for yourself and others, and it has become this dual nature of an assembly in a singular body without specific shape. Now we need to differentiate between mass as a noun, coherent matter, and mass as a verb, an act of assembling. Verbs have actions, nouns are things. So when, I, when we think of mass, we're talking either of a thing you have created or the action of assembling that is occurring. To simplify that into your human understanding, 
if you created something it's already here then energy can never be created and never be destroyed so if you create something in your life that you do not want you cannot fix it because energy can never be created and it can never be destroyed and if you currently do not see what you created in your life just know that mass is currently assembling on your behalf mass or the things in your life are always either assembling or completely finished such is the dual nature of manifestation think of manifestation as just simply mass also take the burden of manifestation off of you because manifesting is not your job this earth already has what is needed to manifest what you desire if you are a believer in one theos one god a supreme being then god has all the power and the means necessary to manifest what you desire so your job is not to create mass ex nihilo a latin phrase for out of nothing it already exists there's already an equivalent thought for your mass therefore to take the burden of manifestations off of you you simply need to vibrate at thought energy that then flows into emotional energy on the manifestation that you desire said more simply your job is not to create things but vibrate at the creation frequency of those things Your job is not to manifest yourself into being a dentist. Your job is to become the dentist right now before you ever enter school. Mass is always in two forms, a noun or a verb. If it is a noun, that means you have created it good or bad it's going nowhere for millions of years there's nothing you can do about that so if you've created something in your life that you do not want your job is not to fix that thing correct that thing your job is to create the thing that you do want instead and if you are pursuing a dream have faith that mass manifestation your breakthrough is in the form of act of assembling it is coming it is yours grasp that mass represents the physicality of our tangible world it's already yours and your invisible world inside mass becomes the things you hold 
what exists in your mind you will eventually in mass hold in your hand now here is what we must meditate on so take a deep breath let it out we need to talk now about the resistance of inertia Newton's first law of motion says an object at rest will remain at rest until an unbalanced force acts upon it. We simplify that by calling it inertia. Our bodies are resistant to Newton's first law of motion. We must submit, but we are resistant. Imagine, if you will, driving in a car. 70 miles per hour, 50 kilometers per hour. The windshield is doing its namesake, shielding you from the wind. In that car, it does not feel like you're going 50 kilometers, 70 miles per hour. It doesn't feel that way. But your body is traveling that fast. And when an unbalanced force acts upon your car, say another car, a tree, your body is resistant to that. And it will continue to move even though your vehicle has stopped. This is why we unfortunately crash into the windshield that's meant to protect us. Those are two things there. The things that are meant to protect us, we often crash into because we let the outer forces stop our momentum and we end up breaking ourselves because we are thrown into this resistance of inertia. Now relate this to your personal life as how your habits and mindsets resist change. See, your body is resisting the change and it's going through that windshield. Notice how your habits can be broken. They're just scientific equations. They must fit the laws of this universe, but our minds can bend those laws and this is why our habits are hard to break. This is why we know what to do, but we do not do what to do. Our bodies don't want to break inertia. To be honest, to break a habit, it calls for a consistent and compelling force of will. Now take a deep breath in, let it go. Let's talk about gravity's pull. Reflect for a moment how mass your manifestations, the things that you desire is in a physical sense. And that physical thing has its own gravity. Any mass on this planet 
has a gravitational field pulling things to it. So you don't even have to believe in the law of attraction. You should just know if you spread a bed sheet in the air, six feet off the ground, three meters, two and a half meters off the ground, then you put a bowling ball in the center of the sheet, you now have a gravitational pull. So anything, any marble, any any cell phone you put on the sheet will be pulled to the bowling ball because mass has its own gravity. Take a deep breath. Let it out. My friends, the things in your life have gravitational pull, including you. So you often heard it spoken that you are a magnet attracting things but I want you to know we need to push that further the house you have is a magnet it has gravitational pull the friends you keep in your atmosphere they are mass they have gravitational pull the choices that you make the moment you make them speak them out loud they become mass that, that becomes a thing, a noun in the dual nature of mass, and it itself has gravitational pull. And a lot of us are paying for things in our lives in the negative sense, not because you are negative, but the things you have allowed in your garden that is you have a gravitational pull that is working against your blessings, desires, and manifestations. My friends respect the gravitational pull of other people in your garden. Take a deep breath. There we go. Let it out. Your life as mass. Because your life, my friend, is mass. Your life itself is mass. Your physical presence is mass. It is pulling things towards you. Every decision, every action, every emotion is a mass in your life with gravitational pull. And this mass shapes your current circumstances and your future direction. Now let's end this with this dance of cohesion. Cohesion is when water has cohesive bonding. The reason why you can't belly flop into a body of water without it stinging is because the soft water is cohesively together making it a form of a solid. Think about that. An esoteric, esoteric way to say this is your choices. And every life on this planet is interconnected cohesively. So whatever you do unto the least of these, my brothers, to borrow from Jesus, 
you also do unto me. Separation is an illusion and realize that every thought form, every action comes together to form this holistic mass in your life. What does that mean? That means if you do not like your life, you can trace that back to your choices. But as a result of you being present right now, take a deep breath that has already changed for you. So as you open your eyes, don't expect mass to show up immediately because it doesn't have enough energy to become a noun yet, but it is in the dual state of act of assembling. It is on the way. And the only way it does not show up in your life is if you then believe it's not on the way. And then the universe will grant thine last thought. And it won't be on the way. Think of mass as a dance where each step contributes to the overall choreography. My friends, let's end this together. Let us pause and know in the deepness of our minds we've already won. Now I want you to do one more thing for me. And I want you to relax and forgive yourself. They're both the same thing. Relax and forgive yourself. You cannot forgive yourself if you have not relaxed and you cannot do the opposite. Anything holding on to you right now has a gravitational pull. Every argument for last night has a gravitational pull. Let it go. Release it into another vibration because you're no longer worthy of that vibration of that argument. You have forgiven and life is good. Antonio T. Smith Jr. You can't plant better. You can dominate. Stop it right there. It's over. Yes. Yes. Woo! Man. <laughs> I, like, I like to meditate. I meditate every morning. Yes. Was that helpful? Was that? It was very, very. Yes. Some of you feel high. My brain is swimming. <laughs> yeah, I, I do this all the time. <laughs> I'm gonna send that to my son. Okay. He, he have. He's a pastor. He and he he needs encouragement. You know what I'm saying? His brother mm -hmm. passed away. He doesn't really have. You know what I mean? That best friend or nobody he can really. You know, he got mm -hmm. a couple of brothers or whatever. But I want him to hear that. Antonio, that, I, I feel uh, free. I, I, I mean, that gave me a, a sense of freedom. Mm -hmm. That and that end, forgive yourself about all this mess, girl. You done done. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, that was that was absolutely wonderful. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. We'll get some more feedback because it's going to tie into what I'm saying. 
forgive yourself, girl, for all that mess you've done. That's a gravitational pull. Everything you keeping with you is pulling things to you. You're not just a magnet. You you remember the the sheet example I gave you? If you put a sheet in there and you put a bowling ball in there, put your chapstick on and see what happened to your chapstick. Watch it roll. Put your cell phone, watch it roll. That's what's happening to y'all. There's things in your life just rolling to you that you don't deserve. Watch it, girl. Because around you is orbiting other things, pulling things to you. Wow. There you go. Deanna, you look like you had something to say. I'm trying to get my brain to come back. Oh my God. Mm. <laughs> no, I, like I don't I have anything to say, but with a combination of the meditation and what Prophet told me. I have been listening to the ancestors, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I've been allowing my current creation there you go to you know take the forefront instead of creating better so yeah Yeah. anybody else guilty of that adjusting the life how many you have adjusted to life don't 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 fool me now don't don't fool me okay thank you grace for being you know everybody else here got the camera off yeah It's real easy to adjust to life. You you start yeah. going, okay, let me just let me just serve God. That's mm-hmm. adjusting to life. Let me just be patient. Let me just or create the life you don't have to be patient with. It's up to you. Listen. Talk to me. By, by, by knowing you, my legs are getting better. Come on, man. Okay, we got to stop right there. If we can unmute our microphone. We need an audible noise. For you better walk, yes. fool. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I don't know if I, I don't remember if I shared this with you, Prophet, but I shared it with Antonio. I had a dream and we met in person. But you wasn't in no damn chair. Mm-hmm. You had a cane to help, you know, give you a little balance. But you mm-hmm. wasn't in the damn chair. You was walking. Wow. We walked right up to each other and hugged each other. Listen. Yeah. Be, and this is the thing. Because of you and because of you being universe, you being God, you being source, you being who you are. And I listen. There's a really uh, let that out. Don't hold that in. Let that out. Don't let that out. There is a releasing. Yes, sir. Because of you know the 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 the, the contracted leg is 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 um real real tight. Yes, sir. But there's a releasing going on because first of all, I'm doing exercises. Yes, sir. But second of all, I'm speaking, even though um, I'm trying to get out of the Christian area, but I'm like, killing is my portion. Yeah. Mine is now. I'm a firm, like you said, um, we were talking a little bit earlier before the call. Um, 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 I'm, 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 I'm speaking those things as though they're not as though they were. Yes. And so, but I as we know 
God, source, everything. We got to give credit to what credit is due. Yes. Be of just, I don't know where that person is at. I know where they at, but they're not where they need to be at. But because of that person told me to come on, and I heard the first time, I said, this is something I need to know. At first, I did not understand. Why? How was how you God? Because of the training, the sabotaging. I'm not preaching this morning. I don't need no offer. <laughs> but because I did that already on Facebook this morning. Check that when you get Um, but um, yeah, because of you. So thank you, sir. And there's there's I just want to tell you, look, there's a hold on, how you turn this? You can't turn it over. Yeah, you can. Okay. Go right there. There you go. There's a releasing. And I'm not trying to be fresh or nothing, but there's a releasing, there's a releasing going on in here. This is where mm. this is at. This is where why I can't stand. Mm. So there's a releasing going on, and because of you and me listening, because of, and I heard this morning the shaman that you are, the wizard that you are, the prophet that you are. Only if we listen. We can get somewhere. And that's why a lot of, I'm not going there this morning. A lot of people lost out because they just didn't listen and wait. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, my response to that is, and so are you, right? You say, I've been listening to you. And you've changed me, et cetera. And, and so are you, because there's only one of us on this call. There is, I'm just extension Jerome. Jerome is just extension Antonio. It's just other Antonio. This is where that whatever you do unto the least of these, you do also unto me. There's only one of us as Grace Bible would say, in Christ, to borrow from the Bible since he brought it up. If you just join us, we start off with a 20 minute meditation. Well, we start with other things, but this particular section started with a 20 minute meditation in which it was called the gravity of choices. And y'all are giving feedback because we're about to go over the gravity of choices, but specifically uh, my core teachings. And I finally re I revealed to them Thursday like what they are, but there's so much more that I want to want to do and my goal is to have Adonia go to work and to borrow again from Jerome and wherever her feet shall tread shall be hers this is what life is supposed to be Janice I don't know I saw Melissa make a post yesterday she took an insane amount of steps yesterday it was 17,000 she clearly paid 18 holes of golf and took three airplane trips to get to 17,000 steps, Grace. That's about what you have to do to do that. I don't know what the heck she was doing. She walked through the Mall of America, the largest mall in the world. I mean, in America. I mean, she did something. But what's supposed to happen, Jerome, is every time her feet hit the ground, should have been another blessing jumping up at her. See, we used to walk with that power. We used to. 
No, 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 no. I, I, I'm not even talking about like back in some Hebrew days. I'm not even talking about the Bible. I'm not talking about no religion. When you were children, you walked and the world formed around you. When you picked up a tree branch, it became a laser rifle. I wish I had somebody go back to the imagination. Mud pies became real pies. Real um, pies. You, you ate baseball. a hamburger full of air. Yeah. Baseballs were made out of mud mud balls that you buried in the sand, in the cool sand underneath the ground. Then they became hard as rocks because, you know, we had no, we had no balls to hit. So. You, you, you walked over cracks because you would break your mother's back. Yep. Yes, and we, we still remember that. You had to walk over certain little holes because that was lava. And, and, and what happened, Grace? Built forts. We built forts out of pillows, put the little box fans up and let it let it hit the little sheet. Sixteen of y'all, sixteen cousins was in one den. Three of y'all on the top bunk, three, three or four. On the bottom bunk, nine ain't enough room on, on the couch for one of you. You remember what I'm talking about? Oh, head, feet, head, feet. You, you, you slept and all that stuff. Because your imagination hadn't been robbed from, robbed, hadn't been taken from you. There you go. By adults yet. See, you were able to manifest anything when you were children. But every day you, every day you got up. Antonio said, don't work like that, Jerome. Money don't grow on trees, Jerome. You can't be a princess, Jerome. That's for girls. Here, boys wear blue. If Jerome fall, get up. Don't you cry. Come on. Now we got a th three, four generation of men who can't express their emotions. Because they were trained to be warriors. At six months, don't you cry. Now Janice is like, but just express yourself. I can't. I was told not to express myself. Wherever your feet shall tread, you should be getting a blessing. That's that has nothing to do with me. I didn't even say that, Grace. Did I say that? I think it says be strong, be very courageous. I I didn't say that. That ain't drone. I ain't make this up. So I want to go with my core teachings. I want you, but I want to do it to this. Just oh, another thing I said in that meditation that I just want to, that's the gravity of a choices. And I said two things we need to hear so we can move forward. One, that mass is a real thing. Anything that shows up on this planet is mass. It has to follow the law of physics. Humans have this crafty way of bending the law of physics. We're the only species on the planet who can. Have you understood me thus far? I then equated your mass as your breakthrough. How many of you want an invisible breakthrough you can't hold on to? Anybody? Anybody want an invisible breakthrough? Anybody? Is anybody, is anybody praying for something that you don't want to show up in your life? 
So if it, yeah, that's you're supposed to be Grace. I did that on purpose. That's it. Well, that's because you're 60. I know what I'm doing. Anybody want a blessing that won't show up in your life? Anybody? Any breakthrough? Anybody praying? You know, I really want to fight for this thing, but don't let it show up. Nobody? Okay. Therefore, scientifically, Albert Einstein taught us if it shows up, it's E equals MC squared. Is this correct? So if you're praying for something and it shows up in your life, Sheena, guess what? That's a mass. And mass exists in two forms, as a noun or a verb. As a verb, an action, it is consistently assimilating, accumulating, or in this action of becoming. As a noun, it's this thing. Is this, is, is this clear? So every time you pray, Grace, mass is moving on your behalf. Yes? Now, I'd have moved already, or it's moving. Either way, you can't change the state once you observe it. So once it exists into your life, Jerome, it can never be created and never be destroyed. Now we got to go to thermodynamics. So stop <laughs> trying to fix your health. Stop trying to fix your relationship. What you need to do, Grace, is create health, create relationship that you don't need to fix. Because once something is mass, it's here for a million years. Nothing we can do about it. Now I'm getting ready to teach you exactly how to do that. Before I do that, let me borrow from the, the heavy set lady that sing the solo during the program at Jerome Church. And she all she's supposed to do, she didn't sing, but she had to get up there. You know, I was cutting my grass this morning. And yeah, don't act like I'm making this up. Now it's not now not Evelyn. Song turn into a 10-minute song. Evelyn, you're supposed to just be singing, okay? Now you and story. Okay. That's like the best part of all of the Shirley Caesar songs. You gotta tell the damn story. It's you gotta not tell a story. So, so let me I borrow. Need to know why they went in the room, okay? <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> For real. So let me borrow from you know, the heavy set lady that's about to sing. Let me borrow from her just for a second, for about one minute, and tell you a story of why I decided to go all esoteric this morning. Because yesterday, every important person in my life showed up one way or the other. Some showed up struggling. Some showed up struggling, but refused to struggle. Y'all know that place? I know this was not a good report but I refuse to participate in this report. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I wish I'm trying to get some folk that I woke up this morning and said, I'm going to create my day. And oh, I looked at everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I said to myself, okay, I need to address the overall thing here. So right here, if you can, not everybody, but for those of you that can't cut your cameras on, you want to, we're about to go higher, very high. 
If you're multitasking, good job. This is a perfect time to multitask. Continue to multitask. You're not going to miss nothing. Before you right. go higher. Yes, sir. Because I turned my mic on earlier. Trying mm-hmm. to be curious. But you ignored me, okay? I didn't even so see it. They normally send me so, a message. Yeah, exactly. So now you done compelled me to jump in here, okay? Go ahead. Because I don't do the meditation stuff. I don't mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. But this morning. Talk to me, sir. <laughs> you let Prophet Jerry get on here mm-hmm. and smack me a couple times. That happens <laughs> upside my head, and I'm yeah. like, "Excuse me, excuse me." Did he say what he said? Mm-hmm. Oh, what he said. Mm-hmm. Then you come in, okay, and hit me with the meditation, and what he said was the re- and from what he said came the revelation. I say, no, you didn't. Look at that. That's the kid. And then, not only did I get that, God took it to another level. Yes. I say, no, you didn't. Yes. I wasn't supposed to get that from all this stuff. <laughs> but I wanted to convey that. I wanted Chet Prophet Jerry to know that. And I wanted you to know that. And I thank you for exposing me. Yes, sir. <laughs> To what I probably wouldn't have exposed myself to, but the res- the end result is a blessing. It's going to be a blessing for her, and it's going to be a blessing for me because what God laid on my heart when she receives it, she ain't gonna know what to do with it mm-hmm. because it's gonna come out of love and not out of retaliation and any of that. And I went, uh uh-uh. uh. He said hello, so thank you, Prophet Jerry. And thank you. Antonio. You're very welcome. Very welcome. Now, wow. I want all the good energy. Okay. All the good energy. Anybody, like all y'all, everybody got, currently got your camera on. You got fantastic energy. Keep it there. What we're about to do now is I'm about to give you my core teachings. And I'm going to tell you how to be mindful of the gravity of your choices. Remember, I gave the example, if you put a sheet in the air and you put a bowling ball in the center of that sheet, since that bowling ball is mass, Grace, it has a gravitational pull. Earth is not the only thing with a gravitational pull. You have a gravitational pull. The people around you have a gravitational pull. Your cell phone has a gravitational pull. Your choices have a gravitational pull, which is why I called it the the gravity of choice. The gravity of choice. And people like me, or Einstein in this particular case, gravity is alive. But we'll spare you that right now. It's part of infinite intelligence, but we'll spare you that. So I want you to receive right now my core teachings as such. If if Deanna said, what's your core teaching? It is to align yourself with infinite intelligence because that's everything now. Easy. That's a preface to the core teachings. You know, all right, Antonio, how you do that? What is infinite intelligence? Doesn't matter for this conversation right now. Why are you saying that? Doesn't matter for this conversation right now, Grace. You ready? Antonio's core teaches in three pieces. Number one, you can bend your path by ascending to the power of infinite intelligence. That could be God, doesn't matter what you call it, still infinite intelligence. There's nobody here that's going to disagree that infinite intelligence 
It's not God or whatever you want to call <clears throat> whatever your faith is ancestors. It doesn't matter. You can bend your path by accessing the power of infinite intelligence. Please write that down. That's number one. For those of you in the church world, how do you, how, what does that look like? You bend your path by tapping into the Holy spirit, praying through the name of Jesus to get access from the father. We are literally saying the same thing. <laughs> there is no difference here. And it's completely semantical if you disagree. It is to tap into infinite intelligence. There's a power there that you are connected to. And you can bend your path to whatever you desire. That's number one. Number two. Oh, well, so Grace is going to say, well, how? How do you do that, Antonio? How do I tap into infinite intelligence? By knowing without a shred of a doubt, Grace, that everything is perfect. Uh-oh. <clears throat> there I go again. There I go again. How do you tap into God, as Jerome would say? By complaining. No. You, you can't get there that way. There's a thousand psalms, not a thousand, but that genuinely say grace. Oh, be grateful. Oh, give thanks. This is the day the Lord had. Oh, we do this all day long. It's all about recognizing every single thing is perfect. Why? Because that's a vibration. You can't tap into infinite intelligence, Janice. You can't tap into God, Janice. By saying, oh, but I'm defeated. I don't like where I'm at. You don't know what she did to me. Do you mind if I give you an example of that, Jerome? It's real slick, too. It's real slick. <clears throat> Sheena, there's a guy. He's called a lame man. And Dion. That sacred story says, and other lame people were around him. Am I? <clears throat> am I? Okay. I need y'all to get that if you hang around lame people, you end up having a lame mentality. Oh my God. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. 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 Mm -hmm. Y'all know what I'm going through with my niece, right? Talk to me, and, sir. <clears throat> and yesterday, I'm asking her, what is she going to do? And then she wants to go to your sister. She wants to blame her mother for everything, blah, 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 blah. I said, mm -hmm. that's not what I called for. You have to shut down some folk. Yes, sir. Because if you don't shut them down, like I spoke on this morning, that ear gate will begin to close up and you cannot hear because all I hear is Tasha did this, Tasha did that, Tasha did this to ruling, Tasha did that to ruling, blah, 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 blah. But when I stop and close it up, say, no, this is not coming in me. Right. And the easiest wow. way to stop that is a compliment. If somebody bring in that kind of trash into your life, just be like, ah, oh, man, well, you know, you never know what people are going through. Don't worry about it. And watch how people who want to gossip can't stand when you're positive. It's the fastest way to end a conversation. When people want to be negative and you take the positive route, 
Uh, well, uh, you know what, child? I got to get out of here. You know, I mean, <laughs> that conversation ends quickly because you can only have one experience at a time. And when I want the experience of drama and gossip and you giving me the experience of ain't nobody did it, but God, I can't deal with you. Yeah, Sheena, she always positive. I can't stand that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Right. You can only have one experience at a time. One experience at a time. I'll say one thing. And I'm going to get to Sheena real quick. I want you to recognize the two things I've said so far, Grace. You can have anything you want. You can bend this into your reality, however you desire. You can stop being broke today. Today. If you tap into infinite intelligence, the problem with that is, though, we not tapped into God, Janice. We tapped into our life in custom mode, autopilot. No. Exactly. And that's an appropriate response. <laughs> we on autopilot. We tapped into these bills. Hmm. I can't stand you, Reverend. Okay. 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 Because okay. in my okay. brain. Grace, I, Sheila, so Prophet Jerry. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. My, my bad, Sheila and Renee. My bad. Okay. <laughs> When you just said we tapped into these bills, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I bet you thought about bills more than you thought about church this week. I bet you I had. Did. I did. Uh -huh. I did. Uh huh. Okay. Because, uh -huh. you know, I'm, I'm teaching. I'm teaching. You ain't people. right, boy. You ain't okay. right. <laughs> okay. I'm teaching some people, and it costs some stuff because these copies is not free. If I could get it with my good looks, I would. But these copies ain't free. Okay. So I'm like, okay. Okay. Because I was just about to ask, how in the world do you tap into God? And when you said you tapped into these bills, oh, that's how you do it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because okay. your for your your bills need no correcting. Listen, listen. You're not trying to correct your bills. No. You're trying to vibrate at paying them. Yes. Get ready, Sheena. Give me one minute. You you're trying to you're, you're saying these bills are infallible. They're going nowhere. Right. I have no choice in the matter. L listen, listen to these words. Grace, write down every hot phrase I say. Going nowhere. <clears throat> I have no choice. If I don't pay these bills, I lose. It's a matter of life and death. My family is at stake. I have to be a good example. I should be doing better than this. It's my responsibility to do the right thing. I have to maintain my credit. Now watch this. Let's turn all of that to your breakthrough. My breakthrough ain't going nowhere. It's mine. I have no choice but to get my breakthrough. I don't know what to say. I don't, if I don't, if, if I don't get my breakthrough, I lose. Come on. It's a matter of life and death. I get my breakthrough. I have to be a good example to my family and get my breakthrough. My family is at stake if I don't get my breakthrough and I have to maintain my credit and get my breakthrough. Same energy, but your allegiance is in the negative. I ain't changed none of them words, Grace. Every one of the words was like, yeah, I be saying that. Just flip it. It's the same energy. Come on, Sheena, help us out. Say something smart up in this place. <laughs> you got yourself muted. 
don't, I don't, I don't understand the bills conversation. Fair <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand it. I thought I did, and you explained it really well at the end. Mm-hmm. Like really, really well. So, but yeah, I got to feel differently about a lot of things about sex. No doubt. So that's <laughs> then that's that's really good. In fact, I'm gonna jump. About I'm gonna a jump lot on that. <clears throat> no, no, I got you. Things that way you can't just be those two. It must be more than that. But absolutely, it is. I'll follow through that thought later. But I had a question. Okay. So when you were talking about changing the topic, like yep. with guys. And you say you don't know what they're going through in life. Right. I've met a lot of people who then turn it into an, oh, I pity them conversation. And they just find another way to do it. Yeah. Well, true. you know what? We should pray for her because of such and such and such. Or like, you know, she had to do this, that, and the third, and they make it. They try to make it seem as if it's in a different way. How do you do that? How do you approach that? Yeah, well, the first thing we need to admit is our idea of God, spirituality, rightness is toxic. If we jump there first, then this gets a little easier because, Grace, when I say I need to pray, I typically waited too long. Now I need to pray because my only idea of tapping into infinite intelligence is toxic because I only tap in when I need it. So accept that first, and then I can answer the rest of Sheena's question. Just know that what I'm trying to say, we have this disordered love of abundance. It's, 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 it's in disorder. Abundance is to pray for Sheena because she is sick. That's not effective because sick has a gravitational pull. What Sheena does is prays for her health because it is vibrant. It exists. Now the order of tapping in infinite intelligence, the order of God is in place now because if you focus on sick, you'll keep getting sick. You've heard that before. So what we do is, uh, <clears throat> let me give you another example of this here because she asked a, she asked a question that's way up here. Now, so you another... tell me I got to teach him? <laughs> what <if I> just... <laughs> no, no, you ain't got to teach him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Teach him <laughs> no, so if you, if, if this was me, and I was in that situation, I would say nothing. Oh, okay, then. Well, then, if, if, so, how, so the question is, well, how, so what do we do about that? Y'all did a good job over there and go create with other people this other idea you want. I wouldn't even touch that with a 10 foot pole. I wouldn't. And let me mm. tell you why I wouldn't, because the more I go over to their vibration, the further I distance myself from my own. Okay. Okay. So I had to use the example that you gave, but that's not like I, where you were going with that. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, we go back and forth. Exactly where you were going yeah. with that. Yeah. That is a beautiful thing that I really, really want to explore. 
But I asked because it's more so not necessarily people talking to me or gossiping to me. No one gossips to me. Right. But you have clients that bring that to you for sure. Right. Right. So try to switch it over. Okay. It goes more from, okay, I'm changing this to a positive view to, okay, okay. well, <laughs> this pity, okay. this pity okay. aspect around the thing that's happening, which you have the right to have feelings about. Sure. Tell you that you can't feel. So telling you that, it's okay to feel and also stopping that pity around it. How do you okay. do that? Yeah, yeah, got you. Got you. So now I got a good beat on this here. I want to preface this by saying you all can do this according to your own free will. I'm only going to answer Sheena according to what I know and myself. And I'm going to use myself as an example as not to infringe upon your free will. But the answer will be clear. What I like to do in that particular case, when I have to see, I don't like unhealed people anymore. Sorry, I don't. I, I don't. I now I only spend my life with five percent of the things I want to spend it with. The ninety-five percent can go. However, I do everything for unhealed people. There is a big differentiation there. Everything I do is for unhealed people. But I stop dealing with unhealed people. So when I have to now coach you like I'm doing now, <clears throat> I control the situation by forcing you to be present. One. And then I force you to challenge your beliefs in real time. Two. And then after that, you can only bring up things from the present. Write this down, Grace. I got to, I do this all the time. <clears throat> I force you into the present. Period. I force you in the present. This is non-negotiable. The third one is I force you back into the present. You can't say nothing else, but that's not in the present. And then the middle one, the sandwich, is I force you to challenge your beliefs. So what I'm doing, Sheena, is I'm saying over here, we don't do that. Because the thing, the very thing you're complaining about isn't present right now. Right. You want me to help you or you want me to let you vent? Which one are we doing here? So I it, was doing the first two. I was missing that last bring back. Bring back. Exactly. Exactly. First two, but I was missing that last reorientation to present. Bring back. So let me, so, so let me, ooh, I like the way she said that reorientation to present. Let me tell you why I said it's reorientation to present. Because if, let's say, Jerome, some of the Bible. All right. Where is that, Jerome? I'm going to ask you for the verse and the scripture and the chapter. But you got to tell me New Testament. Oh, you got to tell me the book, something. And if you can't, shut your mouth. Because the conversation that me and him are going to have is completely useless. You know why, Grace? Because a lot of people put their philosophies inside of scripture and start killing themselves and start killing others with it. So if you, this is that reorientation back to the present. So I'm forcing Jerome with that third step that if you can't tell me where it is factually, you're not allowed to bring it up. That's reinforcing that second step, challenging the beliefs. So let's take it out of the scripture. Let's put it into someone you're helping, your little brother, your little sister, one of your clients. If you then tell me, Grace, but this always happens, does it? See, I'm getting you now with two and three always 
It's a serious word. But you know, you understand, my daughter is materialistic. Is she? How do you know? This is what she did once. Okay. Is she 14 or do you want her to be 24? Are you punishing her for not being 24? Or are you allowing her to be 14? Is this the first time she had materials? Did she be materialistic or did you assume she's being materialistic because she's having gratitude for the material she has? Can you separate the two? <clears throat> What's the difference between being grateful for what she has versus materialistic? Is she worshiping these things? Does she have an altar for her Game Boy? Sorry, 1996. Did, did she do that? Did she, is she doing seances to this thing? If none of these things are true, then your she's materialistic is no longer present. Antonio. Come on. I, I got to interrupt you. Okay. You got to talk to me. Because you because you're doing something. Gina question was on level 90. That goes Later. back to last week talk about no correction. Okay. That's and coming up next. <laughs> what you did right there, sir, mm -hmm. was no correction. That's right. But what you what you what you also did was instead of pointing the finger. Right. Make an assumption and telling somebody about themselves, you said, wait a minute, is it this or is it that? Right. Is it that or is it this? And what you do in that is you are not putting your beliefs on them. Right. You're asking them to clarify what they said. Bingo. With facts. Yes. And and I said, that's the joint right there. Because if you're wrong, they'll clarify. If you write, they'll say amen, and then we can move forward. Hello, right. no problem. Exactly. But but man, and so I had to say something there because <laughs> no, I'm glad you did. To be honest with you, I got this from cognitive processing therapy, is what wow. this is. Challenge your beliefs in real time. Cognitive, I'm gonna go back to Sheena real quick. Let me just say this here. Cognitive processing therapy has these particular steps, A through I. And I want you to understand, Grace, that I say, well, Sheena don't respect me. Did she interrupt you? No, she didn't interrupt. So she does respect you. But she's talking loud to me. Okay, but she does respect you, though. And then she disrespects you. So it's both them. And if it's both, then it's no longer always. And if it's both, maybe you're doing something now, Antonio, to cause that reaction. And when you make me feel stupid like that, I go, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's the whole point. My whole point is to make you feel stupid about correcting and judging others. That is my point. <clears throat> that is absolutely my point. That is that, Grace, the first two things that I said, get ready, she's going to give me like two minutes. First thing to, I, I said is Jerome brought up the third one. You can bend your path by accessing infinite intelligence. How? Well, by knowing without a shred of a doubt that everything is perfect. Well, what's the fastest way to get there, Antonio? By never correcting anything or anyone for any reason. And we did this last Thursday, right, Jerome? I asked, I asked everybody a trick question. Was God in sin? It was, it was a tough question. It was a tough question. And to speed that up so I can get to Sheena because I'm loving this back and forth. Yeah, you Jan. made me feel stupid last week. <laughs> and it's the crazy thing, is That's what you all say. God is in sin. Y'all just interpret God being in sin and God being of sin. So when I say God is in sin, you hear God is of sin. But every single time, Janice, that you did something wrong, 
God was doing it wrong with you. That's the only reason you got out of it, according to your faith. According to your faith, you get morning by morning, new mercies. Because it ain't just you getting that mercy, it's the God in you getting that mercy. Let's think about it illustratively. Janice, do something wrong. Holy Spirit say, hold on, Janice, you can do something wrong. Let me jump out of you real quick. Go ahead and finish, girl. Get them. Let me know when you finish. Okay. Well, he's jump right there with me. Yeah. The whole time. While I'm in my sin. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> While you're in your sin. The Holy Spirit don't go, let me get out of here real quick for you mess us up. Nope. Everything you did, grace, you did with God, according to your Christian understanding. You get it? Therefore, there's no reason to correct me because you see me doing something wrong, forgetting God's in it. God's growing me through that thing. You're trying to force my seed to grow faster. You don't say, God, do it faster. God is working in me properly. The problem is you look at me, see something I did and say, God ain't in that. But that's a lie. God is in it. Because I'm in it. And that's how much you mean to God. God will go wherever you go, Jerome. I wish I wish all these preachers would teach that. Wherever you go, God will go. That's how much you mean. You mean that much to God. Yes. You sick, yes. God sick. You got cancer, God got cancer. You heal cancer, God heal cancer. You mad, God mad. The problem, Deanna, is... What kind of God you going to give us on this earth? One that act like you? Or one you act like God? It's up to you. All right, come on, Shane. Let's do this back and forth. You blessing the whole call. I was supposed to be way down 16 points on my list already. You didn't bless. You putting them all in the call with the back and forth. Come on. Y'all know she's a shaman and a, and a ascended <laughs> master of sixth density. Okay, come on. I'm, I'm listening. I was listening to what you said, but isn't the whole premise of Christianity that God is everywhere? Yes. So yes. wouldn't that just be a giving? It should be a giving, but the Bible and the pool so right, have and a big separation between them now. So I think it's just that I think people take God way too seriously. Lorraine explained God to me, my daughter, when she was four. We were driving. I had been at work all night. I was a new DON. I had started all of these things. And I was literally working so much that she was going back and forth with me. And she told me, and we collected dollhouses, like big dollhouses, little dollhouses, all the dollhouses. We had walls and walls of dollhouses. <laughs> and she was like, don't you think that God, we're like, God, we're like living in God's dollhouses. Like he just picks us up and puts us places just to have fun sometimes. <laughs> I don't think God is that. <laughs> I think if you experience the crazy sexy nights and you sliding down the pole and you driving real fast and you sell a dope and you getting ran by, chased by the police, all of these things are happening and you're having all of these adrenaline rushes. Your guardian angels or whatever you have around you, God is having those doing things. them with you. Too. Right. It don't just want to be bored all the time. That's why they protect you. It's fun right. to ride. But, right. Okay. Right. No, no, no. You give me two things to say about that. For one, whether you like her example or not, it is true. It, 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 it is true. It is 100% true. But let me flip this into something very relatable for those of you who are over 30 now. 
And the more you're over 30, the worse you got at this. Using prayer as procrastination. <laughs> <laughs> Let me help y'all out. They use manifestation for the same thing. Same <laughs> thing. Same thing. I'm waiting on it to manifest. Same thing. And, like, and I, I see memes all the time. And God don't say nothing. Don't do nothing. Don't do anything without praying. Okay. Run that. That's nothing wrong with that. Here's his. Here's the flip side of that, though. Janice, were you and God in agreement 30 years ago that God wanted you to have all you want? 30 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. And then another 20 years before that, did God want what was best for you in the first place? Yes. So why are you praying about getting the best for you? Well, most of the time, I'm I'm, I'm being thankful. Exactly. That's that. Exactly. (laughs) Jerome, were not you in God in agreement before you got to this call that you was going to have a good life? So this is what we do. Down and we go, I don't know what to do. Let me pray about it. Let me help y'all out. If you go left, God will be with you. If you go right, God will be with you. Straightforward, diagonal, any direction. God will be with you. If you move, it is faster for God to show you. you put your feet. Come on, man. Come on, man. If Sheena moves, God can now, spirit can now say, okay, great movement, not this way. Let's, let's adjust our plan. But until you do that, you can't even adjust the plan. See, failure doesn't exist there are no mistakes period on this planet not a single mistake it's just they just don't exist there are just things that you must now analyze and perfect your plan according to your desires that is it so when you don't achieve something diana it doesn't mean you've been blocked that's something we say in sermons i wish we would stop You haven't been blocked. God didn't say no. God only says yes. What it means is great effort, Sheena, but your plan wasn't good enough. Do you don't think it could mean that you had, not that you are blocked, but that you have a blockage? Oh, absolutely. No, 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 no. That's, that's, yeah. Static or an character or whatever kind of blockage it is, you can have a blockage, even though you're not blocked. You just have through the process of clearing the blockage. And they sit in your chakras. Each, what you're calling blockage, sit in all them. Well, typically I don't have access to five, six, and seven, but it sits in one through four. It's just sitting there. You know, we have about 160. There's chakras mm-hmm. all over us. Mm-hmm. There are blockages that people don't recognize from just experiences that they just, okay, well, this is what I know has happened here. Right. It's almost expectations are blockages yeah expectations flow from programming right yeah feel if you lose enough that will change you let me tell you the difference between if you if you until if you're taught early enough not to see it as right no 100 that's why most of us didn't have that but no that's why you you keep your mic on me the whole time we're going back and forth the whole time we blessing everybody (laughs) yeah no, you're absolutely right. But that's me, where you get that experience from. Right. Losing and going through what you got to deal with, you know, right. 
that's where you get that wisdom and that understanding. You um, can't get it no other way. You can't read wisdom. Right, right. Sheena did not go. All right. Book on how to be a mother. Got it. That's not how they worked. I had like five of them. I read them all. <laughs> they didn't work. They but... didn't work at all. <laughs> they all oh. failed miserably. Yeah. Adonia went to work. Oh, the employee handbook. This is how this is how things work here. No, that's not how it worked. That's not how she got wise. She got punched in the face by some drama at work. It hurt her feelings. She had to hide that. And then she had to say, don't cuss this motor scoot out. Because I, I don't know why they be thinking that I won't punch somebody in this place. But that's all right, though. This is when you get wisdom. By not punching people in the face. If you don't think that's true, how many of you did the right thing and hated doing it? I got my hand up first. It's all good. I should have cussed her mother. Come on, come. I need somebody to help me out. Like as, like, as soon as you're done, you, you feel like a loser. Too, y'all. I am so the devil's advocate, but you can learn two things from punching some people. You can learn. Absolutely can. No, no, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. You learn how to hold your fingernails so they don't break. <laughs> you Especially. learn how to Especially if they loan. No, I learned I learned a lot by repeatedly after when I came back from war, going to jail for misdemeanors just because I couldn't, I was shell-shocked. I was absolutely shell-shocked. And I learned, okay, I need to control my dang on emotions because I'm paying too much money to be free. <laughs> I got 13 I open cases. I learned I did not want to go to jail. That was not the place for me. I had to do my uh, 48 hours. I know that's On right. a DUI and a gun, a weapons charge. You can't do it. No. I'm like, uh-uh. This is this not the place for me. So I hear that. Straight, and I didn't get back into that no more. No, I know that's right. Right? We, How many you got a traffic ticket with the jail? It was like, uh-uh. That was like, that was like a life sentence. So she is right. You do learn from mistakes as well even though there are no mistakes, but we're using this English language. Hear, hear this. Grace, your job is just to analyze what you've done. If it worked out for you, do it again. If it does not, do something different. Don't repeat. But the most important lesson I've ever learned in my life has to do with what we call failure, Trinace. There is no failure. It's I wrote down my, no, actually, a lot of times I fail because I ain't write my plan down. I had an idea and I did something. Universe is like, sit your butt down. Oh, we, no, we, we, we like you, though. But that plan is trash. You, you, you're going to lose everything if you do it that way. And then lose it make me go, all right, damn. Maybe I should do this better. And I write something down. And I get a little bit further. And I still get punched in the face. Mike Tyson got a great quote. Everybody got a plan until you get punched in the face. It's a great quote. You talk about boxing. Like everybody, everybody go in the ring with a plan until you get punched in the face. And that player go out the window. Now it's duck. Move. Don't get hit. Hit back. <laughs> Forget that plan. Forget that plan. Grace, we really need to respect the fact that wherever you are, God didn't put you there to hurt you. 
And the faster you get that, the easier this becomes. Now watch this here. I'm gonna repeat these three. <clears throat> and I'm gonna go back to Sheena. We about to, I'm about to start some trouble. Diana, you jump on in here. We about to start some trouble. Because Antonio said, don't ever correct anything, anyone for any reason. Now, Jerome, I got no choice but to bring up caveats and considerations. So you just want me to be weak. That's what somebody would say. Wait, wait, wait. what I have realized, because there's something that you keep saying, there's a principle that you keep teaching on. And it's something that here recently, maybe over like the last few weeks or so that I've just really been in my conversations with myself, just really been solidifying. And it's that while that may not seem right to you, that's you. That's right for that person. That's right. Their life on their that's journey right. at this time. That's so right. I can't say anything to you. So it's becoming easier for me not to correct because of the fact that, yeah, Grace made a decision. I'm just using you as an example, Grace. Grace made a decision. To me, that's a dumbass decision. Fair enough. But to her, it was the perfect decision at the perfect time in her, where she is in her journey. So I can't say anything to her because it's a lot of decisions I make that people be like, that's a dumbass decision. But it was the perfect decision for me to make in my journey at that time. So when you think about it that way, it makes it really it makes it easier for you to not correct other people because while you may think that was stupid as hell, but it was perfect yeah. for them. Just like, so it gets me to a point in my life where I'm like, well, damn, that was right for them at that moment. So I'm not going to say anything because while I may feel a certain way, it's not for me to feel a certain way. This not my, I'm not, it's not my life I'm living. It's their life. So the best thing that I can do is be happy for the decision that they made at that time for their life. You sh yeah. And then you really bastard your life when you ain't got an opinion about it. Question, question. Yep. Oh, now what about um a relationship, your partner and, and the decisions he's making or whatever is affecting you? It absolutely Ever, that's right? that, that how you handle that okay let me put my hat here for a little bit <laughs> all right let me, let me put my hat here for a little bit grace i want you to remember that gravitational pull every time you let somebody in your little blanket that's more gravity getting pulled down and janice is a bowling ball but if my little toxic bowling ball is heavier than hers and negativity is normally louder and heavier you, 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 like right now I'm, I'm getting getting pretty solid you get it but as i continue to lose my little reese's peanut butter stomach there's a difference between muscles and fat they don't look the same you can weigh the same but they don't look the same not at all so think of your mate as a bunch of fat just weighing your bowling ball down now your reality collapses on his do y'all see it or let's think about a garden if me and Adonia together and Adonia and y'all know Adonia she cut the grass every Saturday 
She got the little, she got the little antiseptic stuff, but, but no, no GMOs though. You know, and she, she, she makes, she pull out the weeds. She did everything she was supposed to do, Grace, because she'd been taking care of this one garden for 30 years of patience. This is her nest egg. And here I come just peeing all over the garden and planting poison. Now, when she go back there to eat, they got my feces all over it. And I, and I ain't talking about fertilizer. All my pee, and then I done planted all sorts of poison, just eating the garden. So you say, well, it ain't that dramatic. Okay, so I plant good stuff that then take away all the water out the ground for her seeds. Either way, the most important choice you will ever make that's actually your choice is the mate you choose to be on this journey. Outside of a physical handicap, you can do nothing about. As far as Antonio Theodore Smith Jr. is concerned, your mate is now the number one cause of failure in your life. As far as I'm concerned, as far as I'm concerned, through human experience, read books and all the esoteric knowledge I know, your mate is your number one cause of failure after handicap. Be and let me tell you why, then I'll let y'all push back. And I'm not trying to be right. Because your mate is going to say, Sheena, tell me more about that flow you got because you've been, you've been being with you is making me more relaxed. If she just as stressed out as me, then she toxic. One of us got to believe grass grows in the clouds. That's a real statement. That's a real conversation. I'm not even joking. Sheena, am I joking? That's a real statement. That's a real. And I used to be against that. That's stupid, Sheena. And it might. You can't see the clouds. You don't know what's up there. <laughs> now I'm trying to have grass grow in the clouds. This is why it is important to pick the people around you properly properly amen okay go ahead sheena I, I ain't i ain't done with this yet no and i know i only have maybe like 15 more minutes before my next client for my okay. client oh we but only got 15 more minutes for this call anyway you were saying and i'm i'm being presumptuous because mm -hmm. i feel when you i agree with everything you said your partner would be your your means of success or failure, like y'all are one. Now, that's assuming that you're talking to a room full of good, perceivably good people. Fair enough. <clears throat> because in every aspect of forgiveness, there is a little bit of apathy. Right. The apathy you apply to the forgiveness, the less that person can affect you. That's fair. I mean, that's... So... That's, but, keep going. <clears throat> so that's like... So it, it is if you're what people perceive should be a good person. Now, if you people base their partners off a lot of things, I'm assuming that's based on love and choices and all of that. If you base your partners on other things, then Wealthy people aren't basing their partners on love and all that stuff you was just talking about. So it's not necessarily that they know that their partners are, you know, their right. keys to success or failure. Right, And they can be, even if they are other wealthy people, unless even in those relationships, there's a bit of apathy. So it they don't be. 
each other as much because the love isn't there to make sure to make me think that you're going to be loyal to me. So I'm apathetic to your emotions. So I'm protected that way. So that doesn't. So hundred percent facts. So we, you just call it law of allowing. I have to. Uh, I have to have enough not caring to allow you to do some things that make you happy. Like you, that, that's spot on. There's there's no way. Just that, a part could, of it. Yeah. Having some type of with that because yeah. you know I don't separate um, good and bad, God and the devil. If God is all and God is everything and God is the beginning and the end, all all of those things and right. omni. Then he must be bad too if bad exists. Yeah. Well, and it's just I'm using the word bad because that's the word that we use. But things that we consider to be bad, hurricanes, earthquakes, slavery, these things, bad things. But they were things that were used as tools to set up certain pieces. They had to be that way. Absolutely. I would so have no choice it, but agree with that. No, you 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 absolutely so, and of course we got the, we got the same. Uh, I'll just call it theology anyway. Let's break down what she just said, and we got a few more minutes. Grace, I'm about to email you something. I want you to read. If you want to end the call with that, Antonio teachings, blah. That's the subject, Grace. And then here is this comes right out of Chat GPT database. Uh, if you ask a certain question, you can get my core teachings, Grace. I won't, I won't give you that, that that question, but it's in the email. Okay, it just went off of my head. I am every single thing Deanna ever wants. I'm also every single thing she does not want. We are always both. I'm every good thing that ever happened to this world. I'm every toxic thing that ever happened to this world. Uh, <clears throat> Jordan Peterson says this, a good man is not someone who is good. A good man is Adonia's future husband that knows he is wicked, can abuse her, don't have to listen to her. She shouldn't even be talking in the first place and has that under voluntary control and never does any of those things. That's a good man. A good man is a dangerous man that's no longer dangerous because when you are only good, you have no accountability for all the wicked things you do. You can't even see it. You have no frame of reference of how evil you are. I know I can be good to Adonia because I know I'm a piece of turd with peanuts in it. And without knowing that, Grace, I can't do better. But she is absolutely right. You have to know that you're both. I have to know the reason I am sick is one of the choices that I made in the atmosphere I went into. I have to know that. I also have to know the reason and I will be well is because of the choices I made in the atmosphere I went into. It is both and <laughs> it just is. All right, Grace, read this. You can pull it, pull it up and read it at the same time. I want you to read this brilliant stuff and see how Um, for one, it's going to rub you the wrong way and it's going to do you the right way. Okay, it's going to do both. Yeah, I put it in. Tony teaches blah. There you go. <clears throat> you might want to, maybe you want to copy and paste and put it somewhere else so we can get the rest of this off the screen or something. Or maybe, oh, you know what? No, I got you, Grace. Hold on, I got you. Hold on, you can stop that. Oh, okay. There you go. I'll go in my scent box and be trying to 
get this call at the right time. There we go. Trying to end the call at the right time. There you go. That should be a little bit easier for you, Grace. You just just read. In fact, we, Grace, you read all the way to here. Deanna, you pick up at two. Okay. Analysis of Antonio T. Smith Jr.'s core teachings. Antonio T. Smith Jr.'s teachings bring forth an intricate tapestry of spiritual wisdom and philosophical insight, weaving a transformative narrative that calls for deep introspection and a heightened awareness of the universe's underlying harmonies. Let's delve into the layers of these teachings. One, alignment with infinite intelligence. Philosophical implications. Implication. Philosophers from Plato to Spinoza have long postulated the existence of an underlying order or intelligence in the universe. Antonio's emphasis on aligning with this infinite intelligence echoes the ancient pursuit of harmony with the natural order of things. It is just to give you an idea, Plato and uh, Spinoza both lived before Jesus. Keep going. It is reminiscent of the Stoic ideal of living agreement, of living in agreement with nature. Spiritual significance. From a spiritual standpoint, aligning with infinite intelligence is akin to a deep communion with the divine or universal consciousness. It's a surrender, a release of egoistic constraints, allowing one to become a conduit for higher wisdom. Number two, everything is perfect. Philosophical implication. The assertion that everything is perfect touches on the old age debate about determinism and free will. It suggests that the unfolding of events, irrespective of our subjective judgments, is in perfect consonance with the grand design of the universe. It's a worldview that negates duality and embraces both light and shadow, seeing them as in, in, inter, integral. Yeah integral to the whole right and that's what sheena was just saying light and shadow both shadow keep going spiritual significance embracing the perfection is every per, embracing the perfection in everything is a profound spiritual practice it requires letting go of attachments judgments and the need for control this acceptance brings inner peace as it resonates with the buddhist concept of equanimity or the christian principle of surrendering to god's will public school taught you to read well lastly there never correcting the ultimate acceptance Mm. philosophical implication the recommendation against correcting others encapsulates a profound respect for individual autonomy and the flow of life it is a reminder that our perception of rightness is subjective shaped by our unique experiences and conditioning spiritual significance at a deeper spiritual level refraining from correction is an act of pure acceptance and love it echoes the teachings of many spiritual traditions that advocate for non-judgment but not imposing our will or perspectives on others we acknowledge the divine essence within them and honor their unique path. In essence, Antonio T. Smith Jr.'s teachings provide a roadmap to inner peace and enlightenment by championing acceptance and alignment that remind us that our quest for understanding and growth is not about changing the world around us, but about changing our perception of it. 
and acknowledging the perfection in all things and refraining from judgment, we become more attuned to the infinite intelligence, the grand symphony of existence that dances in perfect harmony. This approach not only transforms our perspective, but invites our profound spiritual awakening. And I want to scope back to this part right here, Jerome, as we end. Grace, Jerome, Adonia, Diana, Janice, Sandra, Ron, I have no idea who iPhone is. You have this background. All of y'all come from a Christian background. No matter what you do now. But you come from this. Allow me to help you. Grace, pull up Romans 14 for me real quick. I need the message version. At a deeper spiritual level, Refraining from correction is an act of pure acceptance and love. It echoes teachings. It echoes the teachings of many spiritual traditions that advocate for non-judgment by not imposing our will or perspective on others. We acknowledge the divine essence within them and honor their unique path. Say your screen, Grace. This is the message version, yes? Yes. Paul wrote the whole Romans, Janice, just to get to this chapter. Welcome with open arms, fellow believers who don't see things the way you do. You I, Get out of here. T get out of here. T ain't he just, no way that's in the Bible. He just, he just put that in there. Jerome, he just put that in there. <laughs> get out of here, though. That can't be in the Bible. Get out of here. Welcome with open arms, fellow believers who don't see things the way you do. And don't jump all over them every time they do or say something you don't agree with. Even when it seems that they are strong on opinions, but weak in the faith department. Remember, Antonio, they have their own history to deal with. Treat them gently. Mac, I wish Jerome. That's what we need to, <clears throat> for instance, a person who has been around for a while might well be convinced that he can eat anything on the table with another, with a different background, might assume he should only be vegetarian and eat accordingly. But since both are guests at Christ's table, wouldn't it be terribly rude if they failed to criticizing what the other ate or didn't eat? God, after all, invited them both to the table. Do you have any business crossing people off the guest list or interfering with God's welcome? If there are corrections to be made or manners to be learned, God will handle that without your help. Wow. Or this is in the Bible. Without your help. All them, therefore, therefore, there's a therefore, and then there's another one at eight, and there's another one at 12. Therefore, I beseech you, brother. Paul wrote the entire Romans just to get the 14. See, the problem is, Janice, the Holy Spirit ought to let you have good relationships. But if you full of the Holy Spirit, 
and correcting folk, you ain't got the Holy Spirit in you. Let me keep reading the scriptures. Or say one person thinks that Sunday should be set aside as holy. And another thinks each day is pretty much like any other day. There are good reasons either way, Jerome. So each person is free to follow the convictions of conscience. No way that's in the Bible. No way that's in the Bible. That can't be in the Bible. That sounds like new age thinking. That sounds like, oh, no, no, the decency and in order. That ain't got no. That ain't got. I'm cussing in my head. This, I don't know why we took that and ran with that and put it over every scripture in the Bible, Jerome. I don't know why we did that. This is genuinely telling you, have disorder in my house. I brought you to the table. Okay. Six through nine, Grace. What, what's important in all of this is that if you keep a holy day, keep it for God's sake, not Antonio's. If you eat meat, eat it in the glory of God and thank God for the prime rib. Yeah, yeah. Some of y'all out here tripping. Some of y'all out here tripping. You, 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 you're vegan for no reason. Eat meat and glory for God. Thank for the prime rib. If you're vegetarian, eat vegetables to the glory of God. Thank God for the broccoli. None of us are permitted to insist our own way in these matters. It's God we are answerable to all the way from life to death and everything in between, not each other, Antonio. That's why Jerome's Jesus lived and died and lived again so that he could be our master across the entire range of life and death and free us from the petty tyrannies of each other. Come on, Grace. That's why I want the message version. So where does that leave you and Deanna when you criticize a brother? Huh? And where does that leave you, Antonio, when you condescend to a sister? I'd say it leaves you looking pretty silly or worse. Eventually, we're all going to end up kneeling side by side in the place of judgment, facing God. That's in there, Grace. Your critical and condescending ways aren't going to improve your position one bit. Read it for yourself in scripture. Paul was petty. As I live and breathe, God says, every knee will bow before me. Every tongue will then tell the honest truth. And I and that I am, I, I am only, I am God. There you go. So mind your own business, thus saith Romans 14. It's Jerome, unless you snatched it out of there, it's in there. So my scroll up, Grace, put it at the top of the screen. So everybody asking. So mind your own business and don't worry about what I don't you doing over there, Antonio. She doing God's work. You know why? Because she minding her business. Can I help y'all out? Minding your business is God's work. I wish I had somebody. That's all right. You got your handfuls. You gotta put that on a t-shirt. 
Grace, this whole this whole sentence, this whole two sentences could be on a t-shirt. So mind your own business. You got your hand full just taking care of your own life before God. Forget about deciding what's right for each other. Here's what you need to be concerned about. That boy sound like Antonio. That you don't get in the way of someone else making life more difficult than it already is. I'm convinced Jesus convinced me that everything as it is in itself is perfect, is holy. Well, yeah, I think, yeah. We, of course, Janice, by the way we treat each other, by the way we treat it or talk about it, can't contaminate it. See, everything's perfect. We make it bad. If you confuse others by making a big issue over what they eat or don't eat, you're no longer a companion with them in love, are you? These, remember, are the persons for whom Christ died. Yeah, the person you disagree with, Grace, God died for them. How are you going to disagree with somebody God died for? That, would you risk sending them to hell over an item in their diet? Don't you dare let a piece of God's blessed food become an occasion for soul poisoning. Next time y'all say I'm being mean, I just act like the Apostle Paul. I'm just, I just tell you like it is. God's kingdom isn't a matter of what you put in your stomach, Jerome. For goodness sake. It's what God does with your life as he sets it right, puts it together, and completes it with joy. That's three points in the whole sermon, Grace. Your task is to single-mindedly serve Christ. Do that, and you'll kill two birds with one stone, pleasing the God above you and proving your worth to the people around you. Uh-oh, don't get readers fatigue. Which is why abuse is out of order. Just saying. Holy Spirit don't abuse people. Was that too much, Jerome? So let's agree to use all our energy in getting along with each other. Oh, my God. Help others with encouraging words. Don't drag Adonia down by finding fault. You're certainly not going to permit an argument over what is served or not served at the supper to wreck God's work among you. Are you? I said it before. I'll say it again. All food is good. Uh-oh. But it can turn bad if you use it badly. If you use it to trip others up and send them sprawling. When you sit down, Jerome, to a meal, your primary concern should not be to feed your own face, but to share the life of Jesus. So be sensitive and courteous, Grace, to others who are eating. Don't eat or say or do things that might interfere with the free exchange of love. Instead, cultivate your own relationship with God, but don't impose it on others. You're fortunate if you behave in your belief. Uh, you're fortunate if your behavior 
and your belief are coherent. How many of you know people, they behave and they beliefs, they don't match. But if you're not sure about it, Antonio, if you notice that you are acting in ways inconsistent with what you believe some days, trying to impose your opinions on others, other days, just trying to please them, then you know that you out of line. If the way you live isn't consistent with what you believe, then it's wrong. Stop your screen, Grace. That's your Bible. Jerome, how much better would the church, forget the world, the church be if we live by Romans 14? A lot better, sir. <laughs> Did not Romans 14 say don't correct nobody? I've been saying this to y'all for six, seven Sound years. Sound like Antonio to me. <laughs> so the next time I say don't correct nobody for any reason, it's biblical. But you know how we use the Bible? But that wasn't you, Antonio. That wasn't I, you. <laughs> Sound like I wrote it, huh? Grace, we use the Bible to correct people when the Bible inside of it says don't correct people with this thing. Come on, Trinace, you got the last words. I just wanted to wrench around and wrench it off. I don't you for to go to work and get a million dollars today. I just wanted to say, I just mm -hmm. corrected somebody that he's about to do the wrong thing and about to spend a whole bunch of money, sir. Depending on your motive and your tone, then that's not a correction. That was you being a good steward and you helping him being a good steward <laughs> of his resources. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's what I mean by when I say a godlike correction. I'm trying to help you and save you some money that's going to be beneficial. Um, right. I find that when I'm um, I have a softer tone, that people will listen to me, but they also the listen to me when I'm angry because they don't they surprise when something loud like that come out. But when I sort it through, I was like, ah, uh, no, you shouldn't do this. You should do a waiver. So we're going to waive all of these things. Oh, thank you so much. Well, a nice person on this call. And even she know Tony to get you shot. Tony to get you shot. You hear me? Nah, she going to respect you or she going to shoot you. It depends on you. Go to her house and get the wrong tone. See see what Adonia pop out. See if she don't start acting like somebody named Nikki. You know, all Nikki's are born grown and mean. All of them. Mind your business. Mind your business. <laughs> Ron, we got to end it. Listen, the crazy thing is, Grace, that's in the Bible. And it's going to be hundreds of thousands of people go hear this today and be like, oh my God. What chapter was that? Romans 14. That's why I didn't I've even give it to I've been with you over five years. And I, when you when you said that, I never lined it up with the Bible. Never. Now you gonna send me to the Bible and show it to me. You ain't right, boy. You know that. Showed it right, right. to you. Showed it that to you. Grace, Grace, Grace. What's my thing? You can bend your path if you tap into God, infinite intelligence. How? Because there ain't no doubt. Everything is perfect. Uh uh. It ain't perfect. How about how I get that? Don't correct nobody for any reason. That is Romans 14. My core teachings are genuinely Romans 14. And let me end you with this. 
See, wait, 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 wait. Can I just say this in that you, space? You okay. Everything that you just said. Like I said about abuse. Okay, so now this is why abuse is part of that correction. It's out okay. of order. It's out of order. Correction is out of order. Right. So abuse continuously tries to make someone do something that they either are not supposed to be doing. Right. Right. And is trying to be that rock. Yeah. To have someone cover them. Right. Out of line. Well, well, let me tell you why it's out of line. Because so Adonia, Sandra, these are gifts to humanity. These are kind-hearted people that genuinely, you have to know God speaks to Adonia differently than God speaks to Antonio. If you don't know that, then you're just not paying attention to nothing. God talks to me like a scientist. God talks to Adonia like a care bear. when, When Adonia and Deanna get a word from God, Grace, it's like when it, you ever y'all ever got a hug from when we see at the conference, get a hug from Diana. It's like getting a hug from God's arms. You ain't getting no hug from me. The only hug I got is sexual. That's why I don't hug. I ain't got no other hug. You understand? If I hug you, it's like, sup, bro? You know, that elbow gonna go in the way, Grace. Yeah, right, bro. I hug women the same way. You straight? And if I hug you. I'm laying you down. I don't know another hug. You understand? I don't know another hug. This is why God didn't. This is why you're not looking for a quiet moment with me as I make you feel better about your life. And 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 I don't know what the hell Adonia and Deanna do, but whatever they do, you ain't looking for that for me. I can't even describe what they do. I'm so far removed from being them. I can't even hypothetically describe what they do. That's how you know, Grace, you in trouble. I can't even make up what they do. <laughs> as smart as I am, I can't even describe what Adonia and Deanna do. And that's the crazy thing, Grace. But what I can do is I know how to make this universe simple like God does. That's my gift. That's my gift. If you're struggling, come to Antonio. We fix this thing up in 60 seconds. I got this. Now, if you're struggling, but you're just trying to vent, you need to go to Adonia or or Deanna. Because I ain't the one. Because I'm going to be like, well, Jane, what the hell are you going to do about it? Hell, I'm going to tell you to do. Well, shit, you don't want nothing. I mean, like, I'm the kind of man, I read the Bible and cuss at the same time. Look at this motherfucking Bible say right here. This is what I say. I'm not lying. I got an uncle who just died. I say that this is this is so offensive. It ain't offensive to me. It's offensive to y'all. But I'm going to tell you what my uncle said. He just died, my uncle Myron. We was on church property. And we two different churches across the street. Say, oh, what's up, man? See you wow. How you been? Man, Tony, God been too motherfucking good to me, man. That's exactly what my uncle said. He sleeps in heaven right now. This is this where I come from, Janice. I don't come from, you know, I, I come from what well, cussing is holy words. You understand? Well, you know, MF is an adjective. Noun and a verb. 
<laughs> you better ask Bernie Mac. <laughs> it's, 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 it's all of them. It's all of them. God speaks to me differently. I can make the complexities of this world fall at your feet. I can pull back the curtain to make you understand. What I cannot do is make you feel better about yourself. That's Diana's job. That's Adonia's job. That's Jerome's job. My job is after they fix you, I make you great. And if you don't know who you are, y'all here make another stumble. Grace only needs 60 seconds. Your Bible say, Jerome, let me make it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cussing saint. Let me make it. It's all right. At least you know what you get, Janice. At least I ain't changed, don't you? That's so I truth. gotta let you. So I gotta let you use those words. Huh? You gotta let me use these goddamn words. Let's say what it is. Just let me use them. It's all right. It's a, you got you got some you got the law of attraction teacher Abraham Hicks Neil Donald Walsh. They do great things. But they all cuss like me. They just don't do it on camera. I, hell, I don't care. I'm not saying they care. I'm just saying I don't care. You're going to get whatever Antonio show up that day. But I ain't going to change on you. We know that. We know if you fighting, we know you want me over Abraham Hicks. Because I might knock somebody out for you. This depends on the circumstances. You about to die, Jerome? Abraham Hicks, one of my favorite people. You about, you about to die, Jerome? Call your boy. We dying together. We going out into a blaze of glory. Same, 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 same. You understand? Blaze of glory. Going out preaching, swinging and preaching at the same time. I beat you up. Take you to the hospital, get you paired up. Kill you and then do your funeral. Hey, it's all good. We're going we gonna to make it work. I'm a nut. I'm a heathen. But that's why I'm a good person. Because I got all that accounted for. All right. We see you at 11, Janice. I'll, I'll, I'll just get like what's going on. and We'll, we'll work it out. Whatever it is, it's perfect. I'm, I'm not. We're going we gonna to get it back. Don't even worry about it. And get it back or do it again. It's, it is what it is. It, it is what it is. Don't even worry about it. Don't, don't feel bad. It happens. It's all good. Grace, any final questions from you? No, sir. Are you still drunk from the meditation? My brain is back. Oh, my God. Got it back? Got it back now? Some (laughs) cussing. Some cussing brought her brain back. Just just (laughs) a little cussing. Shocking how that's in the Bible, huh? Yeah. 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 The Holy Spirit ought to make you shut up more than to make you speak up. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't plant better. You can dominate. You don't end like that. <laughs> well, I love you, everybody. Blame Adonia and Diana. Blame them. Love you more. <laughs> All right, y'all.